In uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verses 23 through 26, I want to tag this text. I want to talk about hashtag remember me. Hashtag remember me. You have your Bible. Let's read out loud verses 23, 24, 25, and 26 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. All right. If you're over in Chronicles, you need to come to Bible study. All right. Let's read. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible, whatever translation you have. And everybody ought to bring your Bible to church. If you don't, I mean, you need to bring your Bible. And if you don't have a Bible, we'll give you a Bible. Amen. 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 As you read the word, the word gets in you. David said, I've hid thy word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Either the Bible will keep you from sinning or sinning will keep you from the Bible. Amen. This is God's word. Amen. And we are a Bible-believing Church, I believe from everything from Genesis to Revelation, it is the infallible word of God. Amen, amen. So let's read verses 23 through 26. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, also he took the cup. When he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show forth the Lord's death till he come. The grass withereth, the fire will fade, but the word of our God will stand forever. Hashtag, remember me. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. And, 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 and every time I exegete this text, Reverend Clemens, it becomes um, fascinating to me uh, that God would have to ask his own church to remember him. I mean, I mean, uh, Reverend Armstrong, when I look at this, I mean, Jesus had to ask his own people the ones whom he had saved and delivered to remember him. Now one of the great things about the creation of man that when God created man and for you who believe in evolution I say this and that one fellow around Austin got some of these super smart uh, people who think they know everything but they are really fools. The Bible calls them fools. Because the Bible said, the fool have said in his heart, there is no God. When God created man, he gave man a brain. Uh, 
The brain is the center of all of our activities. The brain is the center of our thought, our memories. He gave man a brain and a memory and able to communicate. This separates us from the lower animals. Uh, you may talk to your dog, but your dog ain't going to say nothing back to you. You may, you may talk to your kitty. Kitty, come here, kitty. Kitty, they're going to look at you they, because God made us in his own image. Your brain weighs about three pounds. Your brain contains about 86 billion cells. Your brain needs constant supply of oxygen. A person's brain is not fully formed and developed until age 25. Amen. That's why you young people, you don't need to be making no big decisions. Your brain. That's why y'all should listen to some of us. Because some of us made some decisions when we were 18, 19. But your brain is not fully developed until age 25. That's why a lot of us got in trouble making no dumb decisions. Amen. At 18, 19 because we thought we were grown and your brain is still forming. And that's why you look back over it now and see some of the people you were with, you say, oh my. Okay, let me move on, amen. Because your brain was still, <laughs> you won't even speak to some of them folk nowadays and then you were 18, you thought, amen, 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 amen. The brain is a, a, on an average uh, is believed to generate as much up to as many as 50,000 thoughts a day. That's why this Proverbs said, Proverbs Solomon said, Proverbs 23 and 7, as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. He showed me what you're thinking and I'll show you your behavior. That's why Satan don't want us to focus in on the things of God. Because as you think, so your behavior going to be. If you think you are nothing, you're going to act like nothing. If you think you are no good, you'll act like you're no good. Because the power of the brain. That's why there's a battle for your mind. That's why the devil trying to get your mind. That's why you got to be careful what you see, what you hear, what you read, what you taste, what you touch. Because there are a lot of folk at church, but your mind is somewhere else. And you miss the worship of God. Well, bless the Lord. Amen. Satan is a master disguise, a master distractor. And, uh, and you hear God is here and you miss it because guess what? Your mind is somewhere else. Jesus, the purpose of the, the central purpose of the Lord's Supper is unity. The unity, the apostle Paul talks about unity. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 17. He talks about one bread and the, 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 the unity of the table. And because where there is unity, there is strength. And, and, and the third Sunday, if God delay is coming, it will be my 24th year here. But I've been pastoring 43 years. And everywhere I pastor, one of my main things is trying to keep the church together. See, pastoring some people is like herding cats. 
Because everybody got their own mind. Everybody want to do their own thing. But the, the Lord's Supper table. See, today football games are coming on and they want to be kneeling for unity. Really, really, if they really want unity, they ought to have a prayer meeting. See? Now, wouldn't that be something? Well, amen, amen. Before the kickoff, they have a preacher come out and pray. Our God and our Father. Hey, amen. But see, our world, this America really don't want Jesus. They want some religious artifacts. And so the table, the table, because where there's unity, there is strength. That's why the Bible keeps telling us, let brotherly love continue. Stay together. Watch people who try to sow discord because the devil know the power of us coming together. So when we receive the Lord's Supper, it is a table of unity. Let me also tell you, if Jesus is not your master, I will never be your pastor. Let me say that again. If Jesus is not your master, now, Reverend Franklin stayed here 39 years and he didn't pass to some of y'all because if Jesus is not your master, no man is ever going to be your pastor. Amen. And Jesus says here, because Jesus wants us to be one. The, the, his, the Lord's prayer, Jesus prayed John 17, 21, that, that, they, that they may be as one. So we are one. And the Lord's Supper brings us together into oneness. Look what's dividing up. A deacon and sister didn't, didn't stay together 54 years with a lot of little selfish stuff. They had to be together. And some of you all, they marry. You all take my class and marry and come together and stop this division. Amen. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. And some of y'all marry. If anybody I'm going to treat nice is Sister McClendon. Why? Because she's my wife. She's the mother of my children. And she cooks my food. Well, in 103 right there, you are. You're going to talk noise of your wife and she's fixing your dinner. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you start losing weight. What's wrong with it, man? Forget where you left your keys. You see my keys? Well, bless his name. Some of y'all still with me up here? Y'all stay with me. A lot of time I don't see y'all, but yeah. Amen. Unity. This choir don't sound like they sound because there's unity. Everybody know their part. Everybody play their instruments. Unity. And so this Lord's Supper table is about unity, about the kingdom of God. Because the kingdom of God work is more important than us. Amen. What's wrong? Amen. So, so we come together. That's why some of y'all can't get out of your own way. You're so full of you. But, but you won't, don't take the Lord's up because the Lord's up are not about you. It brings us together. Amen. Well, bless his name. Two things here about this. We'll receive the Lord's up. First of all, we should look back. Verses 23 and through 26a. Jesus, uh, uh, looking back, is one served one of the most powerful motivators of our present celebration of God's faithfulness. Uh, I believe, and I'm not sure, but I give him credit for it. It was Dietrich Bonhoeffer who said, those who forget the past are destined to repeat it. 
And what's wrong in this country today, we keep trying to act like that slavery and Jim Crowism and social injustice and disenfranchisement of minorities never happened. We must embrace the reality that it did happen and it is still happening and yet through all of that craziness God still rules. Hey. <laughs> through all that inhumane, you know. And that's why God that's why God was constantly telling Israel. You read Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse number 12. He said, "Then beware lest thou forget the Lord who brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind, but even though I forget those, you still need to look back sometime. That's what God is telling Israel and the Lord's Supper to remind us. You ought to look back and see where God have brought you from. Amen. Amen. You, you may not shout every Sunday. You may, you may not shout but once or twice a year. But when you look back and see where God have brought you from and look at the faithfulness of God in the midst of our unfaithfulness, you can't help but to say thank you. Amen. Well, bless his name. See, some of y'all ain't been around long enough, but see, a whole lot of us were not born with a silver spoon in our mouth. A whole lot of us come up the rough side of the mountain. And so when you look back and remember the projects, when you look back and remember uh, standing in the welfare line, when you look back and remember going to colored only door, when you remember where God brought you from, that day in the voice court when your husband walked off and left you with a house full of children, or remember when the doctor said it is cancer and you are still here and the doctor is dead it ought to be room to say Lord thank you all to look back he want us to look back so we want to look back we should look back with the table reminder he wants to look back not to be mad but to be glad. Amen. Amen. Not to be stuck up, but to be humble. Yes, sir. Want us to look back. I always say when you when you take the Lord's Supper, first of all, we got to look back. See, the broken bread reminds us of Christ's broken body that he gave for us. The cup reminds us of his shed blood. It is remarkable that Jesus wanted us to remember his death. See, most of us try to forget death whenever we lost a loved one. But Jesus wants us to remember how he died. Because everything we have as Christians centers in that death. We must remember that's part of the gospel message. 1 Corinthians 15, 3 and 4, that Jesus died for us according to the scriptures. And he wants us to remember death. Romans 5 and 8, while we were yet sinners, Christ died 
for us. And, 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 he, and he, gave, he gave his body for us, his blood for us. So we get a chance to participate in this spiritual reality. We are not marching around some monument to some dead person. We are marching around the Lord's supper table to a living, breathing Savior. Because he died. Then look how he died. He died humbly. He died meekly. Now I said earlier, some of y'all won't make it because you're too, you're too proud. Amen. Instead of temptation saying, I ain't too proud to break, we all be saying, I'm too proud to pray. I'm too proud to come to Bible study. That's why some don't come because you think you know everything. And, you know. But Jesus was meek. He who exalts himself shall be made a base. I mean, don't, don't, don't be just keep praying for your prayer there because if he get too high, God will bring him down. If he think he all that, I don't care who you are. Amen, amen. You See, Jesus died humbly. That's why God can't bless all of us because some of us can't handle being blessed. Well, amen. See, some of y'all, you say amen more. You didn't sleep in church when you were broke. Catching a bus, amen. You everywhere for you there listen because you were trying to get out of your valley. You, but once you got blessed, Amen. I got a bunch of folk coming to church watching their their their, their texts and doing service. Ain't talking about nothing. Some some prayers are mistreated. They won't know what is Real McClendon preaching texting. Did the choir sing? Did you? Where you going? For? Listen, I'm trying to get a word from the Lord. Some of y'all been through hell. If you had this mic today, it would be the problem. And that's why God wants us to remember, if I took care of you in 65, if I took care of you in 75, if I took care of you in 05, I can take care of you right now. And so when we look back, we look back with gratitude. What the Lord done. Amen. That's why I never let people forget, I never forget where I come from. You know, I know I'm a country bumpkin. I mean, I know I come from pretty much nowhere. Amen. Amen. But I'm a doctor now. Yes, sir. <laughs> Had one member telling me, you're a you heel, Billy. I said, you can call me what you want to call me, but, but you put doctor on it, don't you? I wasn't supposed to be here. Well, amen. amen. Some, some of y'all went to school, your parents couldn't even read and write, but they sacrificed for you to take your face to school and get an education. And now we're educated and we come stuck up like we are ashamed to give God the glory. When you look back over where God brought you from, the table reminds us that the rape didn't kill me. That the abuse didn't kill me. That racism didn't kill me. Anything with the help of God, it made me stronger. So he want us to look back. Don't forget me. He said, don't forget me. Isn't that something? No. Don't forget me. Because God want to bless you. 
Amen. You ain't seen nothing yet. Amen. When you remember who's doing it, just give him. All he wants us to do to go along for the ride and give him the praise and the glory. Thank you, Jesus. It's not hard. All you got to do is think about where you're living. And say, thank you, Jesus. See, and excuse me for being personal. I'm the youngest of 12, and I slept in the bed with my brothers. If one of us wet, all of us are wet. Amen. We didn't. Amen. And I couldn't wait to get my own bed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I now drive a Dodge pickup and I don't have to go to the cotton fields. Thank you, Jesus. Some of y'all, amen. When we look back, you remember who did it. Whatever you have, God gave it to you. Whatever you know, God taught you. Wherever you come from, God brought us. So first of all, we look back wants to look back look back, change your attitude that's right I've never seen so many stuck up folk in my life all fat fine and fluffy come to the Lord's house and don't even tell him thank you he wants to look back amen and then then, then secondly not only we look back uh, and appreciate what you have while you have it then second, he wants to look look ahead. See, the second part of this text is to look ahead until he comes. See, see, the B part of verse 26 says, for, uh, for as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord, uh-uh, drink, ye do show the Lord's death till he come listen let me let me tell you if you ain't heard lately Jesus is coming back again that's the blessed hope of every believer he is coming back again this is the great good news of every believer. I told the newcomer this morning, I would be just as morbid, I would be depressed if this was it. Amen. If this world, if this system that we're in that's falling apart, if this world was my home, but it's not the home of a believer. I'd be depressed. I don't care how you take care of your body. We are all on our way to the graveyard. You know, I mean, I don't care how you, how you work out, check your blood sugar, check your blood pressure, take your medication, lock up, amen, hook up, uh, cut out salt, cut out sugar, cut out fat, cut out pork chop, all that. Guess what? You're still dying. <laughs> but to the believer, death is not it. The good news of the gospel is that Jesus is coming back again that's that's why he want us every time we do it we look ahead yes he's coming back I don't care what the agnostics say don't care what the atheists and the fools say don't care what what nobody say he said it and he is coming back again 
This is a celebration. Some of you look like if you're not saved, then you ain't got nothing to be happy about. If you are not saved, then I was telling my wife, I hope and pray but that when he, before he went to sleep last week, that Hugh Hefner repented. Because if he didn't, amen, and if he repented, I don't care how much play stuff he had, if he asked the Lord to save him, God would have saved him. That's, that's the kind of God we serve. That's the kind of God of grace that we serve. If Hugh Hefner, before he died, asked Jesus to save him, Hugh is saved. But if he didn't, he died, he's in hell right now. Jesus is coming back again. That's no fairy tale. That's no dropped up stuff from a religious group. Jesus himself is coming back again. Paul says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 13 through 18. If you don't shout about nothing else, see some of y'all are too earthbound. Some of y'all are too caught up in this present system that you can't get happy no more about heaven. Some of you are so full of hell that you can't shout about heaven. But every child of God know that this world is not my home. Just passing through it, I'm going to do all I can while I can, but I've already made reservations for another place. I've already made reservations to a place where the wicked will cease from troubling and we're going to be at rest. I've already made reservations to a place where we will never grow old. And that's what when we take the Lord's Supper, we're looking ahead to his return. Now, for those of y'all who don't like no noise, you in bad shaped you see because wherever you go it's going to be noisy if you mess around go to hell it's going to be noisy that's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth and if you go to heaven you talking about show enough noise when the saints go marching in when they crown him lord of lord and king of king when they say he is the one you talking about noise cause I'm gonna be in that number when the saints go marching in so every time we receive the Lord's supper we are looking ahead and looking up cause one of these days oh yeah one of these One of the days he gon' call my name, and when he call my name, I wanna hear him say, "Servant, well done, servant, well done, servant, well done." Come on up a little higher. Every day is Sunday, and that's all we are doing. When you announce the gospel, you are trying to tell people he's coming back again. And you talking about a party when we get over yonder. You talking about a party when Jesus cried. Somebody say, yeah, I'm on my way. Yeah. I've been 
saved 45 years and 45 years ago I gave the preacher my heart my hand I gave Jesus my heart and I'm on my way to glory land I'm on my way where Jesus is and he alright he died buried in a borrowed tomb but the reason why we have the Lord's Supper is that early Sunday morning he rose from the dead he lived yes sir he said hashtag remember me and every time I remember the Lord Jesus Christ I remember how he picked me up turned me around placed my feet on solid ground I, 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 I remember I was on my way to hell he gave me a new song gave me a new dance put running in my feet clapping in my hand joy bell ring in my heart ain't he alright say yeah ain't he alright I, I know it alright yeah 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 somebody said why you get noisy well listen a long time ago I'm not going to let no Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders meet me making noise about Jesus I'm not going to let no little Kim or little Wayne or anybody else be louder than I am about a man who died for me on that rugged tree and when I look back I want to thank him for bringing me when I look back I want to say yes thank you you did it when people walked away from me you picked me up and then I look forward one of the days it's going to be a family reunion I'm going to see my daughter I'm going to see my mama I'm going to see my daddy brothers and sisters in that great kidnap morning yes 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 he's coming back again Jesus. Hallelujah. Hashtag. Remember me. When you remember Jesus. All that he's done. My soul says yes. Thank you. And stop trying to explain your praise. If people don't know your story. 
they don't know about his glory that's why I don't apologize if you don't want a loud preacher you better go join a library because every time I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he done for me my soul cries out hallelujah hallelujah somebody today if you don't have that assurance you can have that assurance he's coming back so shortly when we do the Lord's Supper we're going to look back on what he's done for us how good he's been this congregation going on 91 years old they start out 1927 down on Midway if they could come back today see where God have brought us amen it just didn't happen because we are so smart God did it God did it that was you you couldn't save yourself God did it. You couldn't clean up your old nasty, messed up, sinful self. God did it. And in the Lord's Supper, we give him the praise. Thank you for doing it. Thank you for saving me. One day he's coming back. Hallelujah. 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 I was lost in the church and I didn't find Jesus because Jesus was lost <laughs> he found me that old preacher preached it took four different denominational preachers Baptist, Methodist, Church of God in Christ, Church of Lee, to get a sinner like me so when I look back I'm going to say Lord thank you I could have died in my sins, but you look beyond my faults. Saw my needs. And then one day we're going to be with you. Hallelujah. He said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And if I go away, come again. You don't have that hope. You have nothing to shout about. But we offer Christ to you. Listen, you can get happy too just being saved. See, if you if if all your happiness comes from what happened to you, you're gonna be depressed. But you celebrate the fight that your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. And one day, and this could be the day that he come back. Paul said through the foolishness of preaching that's why God called us to preach to try to warn sinners it's coming back one of the sad tragedies of the Titanic was not only April 15, 1912 it sunk in the North Atlantic but one of the greatest tragedies of that sinking was that the lifeboats were not filled up and then those on the lifeboats 
would not turn around and go back and save the others. One of the great tragedies of the 21st century church is that we have gotten hush mouth about Jesus. We know what the problem is. The problem is not that you black, had it rough, didn't get enough hugs from your mama. That's not your problem. Your problem is you're a sinner separated from God. And that's the good news. Somebody today may want to come and get on board. Sunday night, 17 above ministry did the old ship was out. There may be somebody today say, you know, I'm not looking forward to the return because I'm not saved. But you can come and know Christ. And so shortly when we receive the Lord's Supper, we'll look back and thank him. Then one day he's coming back. We're looking forward. Thank you for Sister Claudia for trying to wake us up this morning. A lot of us got our eyes too much on Trump and on being broke. But we need to celebrate the reality that he died for our sins, rose, and he's coming back again. I care the cybership people are coming, and we're going to do this, and then we're going to receive the Lord's Supper. I'm going to give you instructions shortly. But you might be here, don't know Christ. So you're not looking forward. Even if we are dead, the dead in Christ is going to rise first. And I plead with you, pray with you, if you are not sure of your salvation, you can come. Heavenly Father, I said what you told me to say. And to God be the glory. We pray for those who are saved, who have become weary in their walk. Help them to get back into the word. What's wrong with so many Christians? They are not spending time in the word. We know every TV show that's on. We know every stat of every high school, college, and foot and, and professional football team. But don't know how many books in the Bible. You need to get in your word. And this word will tell you just how wonderful You are the God. God died for you. If you've been the only person on earth, Jesus would have still came and died for you. This table reminds you of just how important you are to God. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So if you're here today don't have that relationship with Jesus Christ, I'm not talking about being a member of a church. But I'm talking about knowing Christ and the pardon of your sins. You can come. If you need prayer, so Reverend, I'm saved, but I'm not serving, and I'm not working the way I should be working for the kingdom. You may come and say, I'm saved, having marital problems. You could be single, say, but I'm, I'm struggling. 
in my singleness, whatever it is. This table reminds us of just how important you are to your God. Died for you. He's coming back for you. Thank you today. With Almighty God, we say, Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, God, we pray.